0: Are you ready? You better get ready. Get
1: ready to dive into the heart of local sports action. Broadcasting live from the heartland of Missouri, welcome get to the SEMO Scramble on SEMO ESPN. Get set. Because it's time to catch up on the latest local highlights, in-depth analysis, and interviews from the bootheel and beyond. Here we go.
0: And welcome in. Good Saturday morning to you. Rusty Hendricks here on the SEMO Scramble at SEMO ESPN, 1220 AM, 93.5 FM, and always online at com. And, of course, you can always go back, listen to previous shows. It's on our podcast page. That's com slash podcast, and you can... Uh, Again, listen to previous shows, listen to this show afterwards as well. If maybe you, you can't tune into all of it, check in some of the interviews we have later on. So you want to make sure and check that out. Again, that's CMO ESPN slash podcast. It's also on Spotify. And so hope you are having a good Saturday morning. Hopefully you are, are warm and cozy because, boy, it is a cold weekend. And, of course, the big story uh, is in, you know, the super super wild card weekend in football and what the temperatures are there for some of those games, but we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, I want to give you a preview of what's going on. But first, uh, you know, no Clay Harrell this morning. Uh, unfortunately, he had other duties, and he was he's having some fun. He got getting some well-deserved couple of days off, and uh, able to make the trip was was cold, So in honor of him, I, ha- I have to you know give an update. So uh, Clay Harrell. Able to make it out to Chicago, so go to the United Center to watch his favorite team, the Golden State Warriors. So, an opportunity last night to watch them. And Golden State got the victory 140 to 130 for Chicago. So, Clay is a happy guy. Happy guy uh, today. And he's uh, spending the weekend up there in Chicago before he's coming back here to Southeast Missouri. But it was Seth Curry with twenty-seven points. Klay Thompson, seven made threes, thirty points in the victory. Uh the Chicago Bulls were led by DeMar DeRozan with thirty-nine points. It had Kobe White and Zach Levine with twenty-five points each in the loss for Chicago. So again, in honor of him, I had to give that update of the Golden State Warriors and Chicago Bulls. But I hope he's doing doing all right this morning, having fun. I know he said he was uh, gonna have a breakfast this morning, but unable to uh to call in today. But, again, hope he's having a good time, and we'll catch uh, with him next week. And we'll have a a fun show next week as weather permitting now on Monday, folks. If uh, if you don't have anything going on, of course, again, weather's not going to be probably great, but weather permitting uh, Cardinals Caravan on Monday night at 530 at the Osage Center in Cape Girardeau. So come check that out. That should be fun, again, at the... Osage Center in Cape Girardeau, and Alec Burleson, Drew Rom, Tinkent, Sim, or will will be there for the Cardinals. And uh, we're hoping uh, Clay and I both are trying to be there, too. Maybe we can grab some interviews. We're hoping to have, you know, some of the sound from that uh, caravan next week. So that's what's on the docket there. But for today, of course, loaded show as normal. We're going to talk some high school hoops here in just a minute. Coming up at 9.15 – we're going to talk things over with Saxony Lutheran head basketball coach for the girls program, Chris Crawford. So Chris Crawford coming up at 9:15. He'll touch on that uh, Jackson uh, Lady and in, Lady Indian showcase coming up uh, this morning. So we'll touch base on that, and then uh, coming up at 9:30, Cape Central Tigers boys head coach Drew Church will join us. They have a busy week coming up. Uh, the Tigers play at New Madrid on Tuesday, then play at home against rival Jackson on Friday. We'll preview those two games with him. They've won seven straight. They're getting healthy, and uh, we'll, again, we'll touch base with him at uh, at 9:30, and then we'll talk about the Super Wild Card weekend and football. Some big games today, obviously big games tomorrow, and then a game on Monday. We'll we'll touch base on those and uh kind of a little funny segment as you know Clay and I actually before he jumped on as my co-host he he and I along with Cole Lee we kind of had a predictions show before the NFL season and kind of went through who we thought was going to win the divisions for each each team uh in the AFC and in the NFC so we'll kind of take a look back we'll roll back the tape for for that last segment and have a little blooper reel uh, from how bad our picks were, so I think you'll get a kick out of that. We'll play that in our final segment. So once again, uh, thanks for joining us here in the CMO Scramble Loaded Night in high school basketball. Once again, but first, want to touch base on boy, how about there's some excellent players in our area. There's a you know number of them, quite a few of them that's already reaching some nice plateaus in their career. We we saw a thousand point score for Risco and Greenville as well. Those two schools coming up this past week. And also, uh, this just happened, congratulations, to Charleston's Bobo Owens. So they call him Bobo, but Katerion Owens, what a career he's had and able to get to 1,000 points. And then P.J. Farmer uh, in the victory against Farmington. Did you see that video and how he picked up his 1,000th point? So he also picked it up this past week, and he was able to get the dunk, the big dunk. He bounced it to himself and then jammed it home for his 1,000th point at home, and, and a raucous crowd at Sykeson. So that was a fun way to get it done as well. Um, a big tournament coming up in Springfield is the 2024 Bass Pro Tournament of Champions. Uh, you have New Madrid County Central. They'll play there in that tournament, and uh, should be fun. There's a lot of really, really good teams in competition if you follow that. So that's something to keep an eye on, again, for that a Champions Classic there. But uh, let's get through some scores here from the night. From last night, it was Bernie getting the victory over Dexter. So a Stoddard County Conference win for Bernie, 42-36. to Malden, who had a little bit of a slow start to, to begin the season. Boy, they got a big win, 71-50 to over Bloomfield. We talked about Risco and having a 1,000-point a score with Risco with a victory over Senith Hornersville. By 20 points, 82 to 62, Charleston with a victory over Scott County Central. It was Scott County Central that picked up the consolation championship in the Southeast Missouri Christmas Tournament. Uh, they had been playing some pretty good basketball. Charleston, uh, 93-51 victors there. Uh, Carruthersville against a really good East Prairie team, but Carruthers with two. I mean, they are a solid team, and this is a good win for Carruthersville, 78 to 60. Carruthersville with a victory over East Prairie. So uh, East Prairie, again, they're a solid team. So is Carruthersville, and Carruthersville getting the edge there. Campbell with a 77-69 to 69 victory over Hatai. It was Notre Dame traveling to Kennett last night. I was in Kennett last night for that one. Notre Dame winning 53-47, to 47, a six-point victory. Uh, Brett Dohan for Notre Dame with 19 points. We saw Colton Johnson with 14, 10 points for Logan Londoie uh, for Kennett. It was Ashton Dismukes with 19 points. He had a really good game for Kennett in the loss. And then also uh, Brody Watson for Kennett ended up with 17 points as well. Kelly gets a nice victory against Chaffee, uh, 74-54. And Leopold, 81-42 victors over Marquand. Clarkton over Gideon, 45-43. Neelyville, 62-58 over Holcomb. Bell City, how about that with a 2-point victory. They get it done over Delta 71-69. So congrats to Bell City. They're having a much improved season and doing it under Luke Bixler and we've talked about that before. He was impressive in his club over the uh Southeast Missouri Christmas tournament, but uh Bell City you like to see them, you know, they had some dominance over the mid 2000s especially in uh, 2006. Uh that was one year that stands out for Bell City and then and previously as well, but uh, 71-69 to victors over Delta. Donovan, 68-35 to over Naylor. Van Buren beats East Carter, 49-43. And Portageville, after coming off a loss against state-ranked Sykeston, they bounce back, get a win against South Pym, 58-48. to And then our last game here that we'll mention, as there's a couple of games, a couple of teams off. Uh, Scott City didn't play. Uh, I know uh Last night because of being postponed with uh, Puxico, Um, Cape Central did not play last night either because of their game got canceled with Hazelwood. I think it was Hazelwood West, I believe. But uh, it was Jackson at home in a fun environment against state-ranked Ledoux, Ledoux, Horton, Watkins. So Ledoux coming in as the number two-ranked team in Class 5, they were unbeaten. But unbeaten no more as Jackson, with the victory last night, 53-51. But maybe the biggest story was that, you know, Jackson has been without Blaine Harris, their top returning scorer from last year's uh, state championship uh, Final Four team. Uh, They made it to the state championship, uh, or rather the the state Final Four last year. And Blaine Harris was was a big reason for that. But they were without him. You know, he injured himself in the final play of his football season this year. And Blaine Harris been missing. And, you know, Jackson, give them credit, they've still played well without him, able to make it to the championship game of the SEMO, uh, I'm sorry, the Southeast Missouri Christmas Tournament. But Blaine Harris finally coming back, his first game back. And how about this? He led all scores with 19 points. He hit some huge threes in the game, had four made threes as well. So how about the duo, of Koldeck and Blaine Harris. Now, Deck had 10 points. Jatoma, 10 points as well. And, again, holding Ledoux to just 51 points. Outscoring uh, Jackson. Outscoring to Ledoux there. 19-10 to 10 in that final quarter. So, they had the lead. I think it was by three points or maybe two points. there heading into the fourth quarter. But just uh, kind of back and forth battle. But able to, to get the victory again by two points. 53 Two fifty-one. So Jackson now, as they let's see, again with Ledoux they were thirteen and zero going into the game, but again uh, dropping is good win. That's one of the best wins, obviously, on the schedule for Jackson and Corey Thomas' team. Um, let's see, Jackson now with the record. See if I can pull that up real quick. As Jackson now. Ten and six on the season, so a s- solid season for Jackson, playing some good basketball, and again a, a solid win for them there. But how about uh, some girls basketball? In the latest state rankings for girls basketball, uh, you have Notre Dame at number four in Class Four, Park Hill Central at nine in Class Four. Um, also, you have in class one delta the number three ranked team in the state in class one so those are some of the local teams that are currently ranked for our area in girls basketball but also receiving some votes in class three is saxony lutheran and kelly and we're going to be talking with kelly's head basketball coach chris crawford that is coming up next you do not want to miss that so again Kelly's head basketball coach, I'm sorry, it's actually Lutheran's head basketball coach, Chris Crawford. That is up next here in the CMO Scramble. Stay with us. You're listening right here on CMO ESPN. back in. It's the SEMO Scramble here on SEMO ESPN Radio, 1220 AM, 93.5 FM and online at com. We're happy to be joined now here on our phone line, and that is the head coach of the Saxony Lutheran girls basketball team, Chris Crawford. So, Chris, uh, thanks for joining me this morning. How are we doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I know that uh, you... And your team's getting ready to, to square off there in the Jackson Lady Indian Showcase. So give us a little preview of uh, your game here this morning and that showcase and, and kind of the competition there.
1: Yeah, we get to uh, go and play a really, really talented uh, Neelyville team. You know, year in, year out, they're probably one of the better teams in the boot heel. And they, you know, they're super hard, hard nose. They're very good defensively. And Coach Hale always has them playing super hard. So... You know, this morning is going to be a good test for us, and uh, we'll, we'll get to see what we're made of a little bit.
0: Yeah, you, I mean, you've had a pretty good season. Uh, you know, I mentioned before the break you're receiving some votes in uh, the state rankings for Class 3, uh, 10-5 and record this year. Um, had, you know, some, some good wins. A uh, good win against uh, Jackson earlier this year. Uh, have a win against Kelly and Sykeston. Uh, St. Paul Lutheran, you got a victory there in your last game just – What have you made of your team's play so far this season? And, you know, how do you think that this team is playing right now?
1: You know, at at this moment we're playing pretty well, but um, we're not satisfied with how we're playing. You know, we can always be better defensively. That's something we, you know, talk about every day. But, you know, I'm happy with the improvements that we made from the beginning of the season. I think from uh, our first game till you know, Thursday night, we have grown leaps and bounds. I don't even know if we look like the same team anymore. So, um, you know, I'm happy with that right now. You know, obviously, to get a win over Jackson's huge for us um, in the Christmas tournament. And then, you know, we went and squared off with Delta, who yeah. everybody knows is one of the better teams around and, uh, you know, had a really good game, just came up short. So um, I'm happy with where we're at, but we're not satisfied. Well, one of the players that has
0: helped you this year, Evie Caruso, I want to ask you about, you know, what she does to help provide for this team and just the her production, and you know, she's truly is one of the better players here in the area, Coach.
1: Yeah, and you know, Evie's a super hard worker. She's big and long, so defensively, she cuts down passing lanes for us, uh, alters tons of shots, blocks a lot of shots. Um, and you know, on the offensive end, a lot of teams key on her. And what really helps us is when they key on her, we've got shooters all around the floor. That can knock down open shots, and so you know we're we can be tough to handle if we're moving the basketball and sharing it and being unselfish. You know, um, we've got Evie. Evie does a great job. She's high energy. She cleans the glass for us, and it's just um, you know everything she does is helps us out. But her teammates do a good job of helping her out and taking the pressure off her, so that you know she can't only be the focus of other teams' defenses.
0: Yeah, if, I'm, if my math is correct, I think you have six seniors on the roster, so a good group here, a good core of kind of some leadership, it seems like, with this team uh, coming back from last year. So how do you feel like that leadership core has been so far for this team? And and maybe you can point out a player or two that's kind of exceeded expectations or has come out and really opened up some eyes this year.
1: Yeah, I think we only have four seniors right okay. now, but uh... – uh, you know all all four of them are are leaders in their own way. You know, we've got Becca Johnson who just committed to Webster the other day, and she's an incredible basketball player, high IQ, you know, great shooter, and then Macy Hollis and Annie Adams round out the other, three with Evie. And those two are just hard nosed. They're great basketball players. you know, Macy is a really good defender. Takes her person off the dribble well. Um, and Annie just came back from uh, a couple of years off playing. And, you know, she's rounding into form and looking like the player she was as a freshman. So those four have really helped the underclassmen, you know, know how we like to do things. And they're all familiar with me since I've been an assistant there for a couple of years. And a couple of them are soccer players. So, I mean, they know how I work. And it's really been helpful to have them as seniors this first year for me coaching the girls.
0: So as we kind of move down the the stretch here of this high school basketball season coach what are some ways this team can improve and continue to you know really you know, get better here as we uh get ready for postseason play
1: yeah you know they they just need to bring the intensity every day at practice we we talk we talked about it yesterday you know we we have had a decent season so far we've beat some good teams and But, you know, there's always room for improvement, and nobody, you know, we've kind of got a target on our back in Class 3, I think, uh, in our district, and so I tell them, you're going to get everybody's best shot every night, and you can't take a night off from your intensity and your effort, and that's why we focus so much on defense, because offense doesn't always travel with you, but defense can always be there and help you win games, and so defensively, we're going to work on our rotations and just being the best defensive team we can be, and that will lead to you know, our transition baskets and, and, uh, you know, that's how you want to get easy ones is on your from the defensive end. So, um, you know, that's what we're going to focus on and try to be playing our best down the stretch here. You kind of alluded to
0: it uh, in Class 3, District 2, pretty tough district, Coach. You you have Kelly, Scott City, Woodland in there as well. Just what do you make of that district and, you know, how tough that's going to be to try to get out of there?
1: You know, I think there's four teams in that district that could legitimately win the district, and so – um, if, if you all, you don't show up one night, you're going to get beat. And so, you know, we've we've seen all of them play. We've played Kelly and Woodland. We haven't played Scott City. But, you know, they all pose their own unique challenges. And the, the thing about each one of those other three teams is they work their butt off and they um, they always come to play hard. And, you know, they're three talented coaches and they're going to have a good game plan. So if you're not ready to counter what they do and – you're not coming with all your uh, energy and intensity it's it's going to be tough so it's really going to be who's who's ready to play those those couple nights during districts
0: so what's the expectations for this team the the goals maybe is is what I should say for this team as we go down the stretch you know looking for the you guys' first district title since 2020 how do you get that done
1: yeah you know um that's been something that we've been up in class 4 for a little while and competed really hard there with some really good teams and um, with our championship factor, we slid back down to class three. And so, you know, our, our goal every year is to be competitive at the district level and, and hopefully win a district. And once you do that, you're really playing on house money. It's hard to win a district title. And, uh, you know, so that's that's our goal is to go into that week, play our best basketball, come out on top, hopefully, and then uh, whatever challenges come after that, we're, we're going to be ready to take on if, if we are lucky enough to uh, win the district. All right.
0: Again, you mentioned here today you be playing against uh, Neelyville in that uh, Jackson Lady Indian showcase. So, so give us some keys to victory here this morning, Coach. What are you telling your team?
1: Yeah, we're, uh, we we got to be very – got to be good with the basketball. We cannot have any live ball turnovers, um, and we're going to have to be strong with the ball. They're a very aggressive team. Uh, they're going to come at us with the press and then drop back into a pretty aggressive zone defense from what I'm seeing on film. Um, so we're going to have to uh, take care of the basketball, limit our live ball turnovers, and uh, on the defensive end, we're just going to have to make sure that we're playing a lot of help defense and that we take away anything easy and not giving them anything in transition. All
0: right. Well, Coach, I know you're, you are got to get ready for your game, so I want to let you go, but I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us this morning and uh, just kind of promoting your team a little bit. I really appreciate it.
1: Hey, I appreciate you guys. Have a good day.
0: All right. You too. All right, that is head coach Chris Crawford of the Saxony Lutheran Girls. And, you know, he mentioned it, you know, in Class 3 District 2, you know, four teams could potentially win that district, and I agree with him. You have Saxony Lutheran, you have Kelly, you have Scott City, and you have Woodland. He mentioned they don't have Scott City on the schedule, but already a win against Woodland this year. They won 63-24 to during the Christmas tournament, the first state community bank holiday classic there at the show me center. Uh, They also have a win against Kelly, 75 45 um, as well during the regular season. So uh, there's a pretty good chance that Saxony Lutheran could pick up that number one seed for districts. Um, So we'll see what happens there. But uh, Saxony Lutheran uh, hoping to have a you know maybe a a postseason run here for the Lady Crusaders. So and again taking on a solid Neelyville team this morning as well. So again, Jackson Indian uh lady showcase there that is this morning going on again. They play I think they're they're playing at about uh what ten ten thirty something like that so this morning. So if you don't have anything to do, check that out this morning as the Lady Crusaders. Uh you know, who who knows. I mentioned too that they are receiving some votes in uh, the latest polls for the Missouri Coaches Association. So potentially you, you could see uh, Saxony Lutheran slip in there uh, for the uh, maybe top 10 here before long. So they continue to keep winning. They have a really tough task against Festus. That's coming up on uh, January the 22nd, a home game there. Festus 11-5 and record. They take on a Dexter team in which they uh, lost to by one point in the SEMO Conference. So that's a game. It'll be at Dexter, but... Where that's a game I'm kind of circling as well. Uh, that'll be pretty interesting to see what they can do. They take on Notre Dame on February the 1st, Popper Bluff, Kennett, and then round out with Jackson on February the 12th and then against North County. So a lot of SEMO conference games coming up. But again, uh, those are some of the, some really tough opponents, and boy, their schedule uh, seems to be pretty tough as they head into postseason play. We'll see if that'll prepare, prepare them well as we go along as well. So again Saxony Lutheran appreciate the time for head coach Chris Crawford and for joining us there as well and good luck to them this morning. So uh, there, there's some solid teams I mentioned, you know, earlier that uh Delta continues to really be a solid team in class 1 as, you know, coach David He really has them humming. They are undefeated at 11 and 0. I think uh I'm not sure if they played that game yeah, I think they play a game against uh, Cape Central this morning as well as Delta. But uh, how about Delta? They won the Christmas tournament with that win over Saxon Lutheran in the championship game. But but listen to this. The Delta Lady Bobcats in Class 1. They are averaging, averaging, folks, 89 points per game on offense, uh, giving up just 32 points to their opponents. So uh, they are having an excellent season uh, I think a fun one for them, they will host, the Delta Lady Bobcats will host Park Hills and another state-ranked team that will host them on February the 1st at home. That's one I'll be looking at. Uh, they will play at Portageville on February the 6th. So those are some games that I'm looking at for Delta that could be really fun as well and some matchups that could kind of help decide what they do uh, you know, down in postseason play as well, kind of how what their trajectory might be. You know, Notre Dame, I mentioned them, another ranked team. They now are 7-5 and five on the year. They got a nice win, 68-30 to 30, uh, on, what was it Monday night against uh, Sykeston. You know, that a team, weather permitting, but on Monday, they will face off against state-ranked Donovan. So, Donovan and Notre Dame, those two teams are in the same district, in Class 4 District 1, and Donovan undefeated, so... That's going to be a game that's probably going to decide the number one seed in district play. So, can Notre Dame get that win? Is Donovan, you know, they can they separate themselves? So, that'll be interesting for them. And then, again, we mentioned that game between Saxony Lutheran and Notre Dame on February the 1st. They'll take on Jackson, is Notre Dame, on February the 8th. And so, they have some tough games. Big Nixa tournament coming up uh, not this weekend, but next weekend for Notre Dame as well. So, again, kind of season. Midway point, so to speak, kind of turning the corner as well as we go down the stretch here. For teams, you just want to continue to keep getting better, keep working hard, and finding ways to improve and stay healthy as well, right, as we go down the stretch here. But, uh, again, that, that's another team to look out for uh, potentially in the postseason is Cape Notre Dame. All right, we are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk things over with head coach Drew Church of Cape Central and get his thoughts on the Tigers' season so far this year. So stay with us. You're listening to the SEMO Scramble on SEMO ESPN. SEMO Scramble here on SEMO ESPN Radio. That's 1220 AM, 93.5 FM and online at com. And we are happy to be joined here on the SEMO ESPN hotline by head coach Drew Church of the Cape Central Tigers. Coach, how we doing?
2: Hey, I'm really good. How are you guys doing? It's really cold out there. I know that.
0: Yeah, you're going you gonna to stay inside the day. You don't have any uh, afternoon plans, do you?
2: <laughs> Man, I... I, yeah, I'm on the road today, but I was spending last night and some of this morning tried to, trying to help my daughter get her bunny indoors. You guys ever had a rabbit?
0: You know, when I was younger, I did have a rabbit. Um, boy, that sucker ended up so being would li- super would you like fat. you another one? No, 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 no. That was uh, when I was a child, and I have passed that point. I uh, do not need okay. a rabbit anymore.
2: Okay. Well,
0: <laughs> as you know, then, they're not very clean. So, yeah, well, good yeah. luck with that. Good luck with yeah. that. Now, yeah. how, so unfortunately, we're we're missing Clay this morning, Coach. He, he's a big he's a big Warriors fan. Okay, so he had the opportunity. Wait, Clay's my guy. I know, man. The reason I decided to, to do the show. Oh, <laughs> well, wait a minute now. <laughs> Not, yeah. He well, he said, look, I had an opportunity to go to Chicago to watch the Warriors. So he was at the Bulls Warriors game last night and. And he said, "Unfortunately, I can't call in and talk this morning, so I'm sorry. You just have me."
2: <laughs> well, that's awesome! What a great opportunity.
0: Yeah, so good for him. A well-deserved uh, few days off for him this weekend. But uh, I know, I know, Clay's your guy. But uh, going back to to the to the bunny, coach. I mean, you said that you're trying to figure some things out there. What? Uh, I don't know. How how involved are you on, tra- on taking care of the bunny? Or is that look, that's all your daughter, you gotta make sure she, she handles it, you kinda hands off here.
2: So I'll be honest, we got the bunny like three or four years ago. And she was younger, now she's in high school. And uh so yeah, I have to check on the bunny a lot. And honestly I didn't know how long bunnies live, but it's 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 really healthy and it's big and yeah. That's about it, man.
0: Now I know that and I don't know if you know you're involved in this or not, but they're at the uh, you know the fair during the summer at uh, here in Cape Girardeau. you know they have the i think it's through f f a or whatever, but they have the competitions with all the farm animals and different things they have bunnies in there as well it, is she involved in that it, you know she is this a competition bunny no
2: it's no it's in a cage we let it out. Not a competition
0: bunny. So <laughs> right. Maybe
2: that's something I could I could look into. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think I think you should try that again. That's uh, you know part of the fair. That's kind of the big thing. You never know. Maybe maybe it could be best in show. Might have yeah, to, might it have to comb have a it a leash, little
2: bit. So maybe that's something I'll look into. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Well, enough of bunny talk. Let's talk some basketball, Coach. Uh, you were off last night, right? So, uh, did you get a chance to do a little scouting, or, or how did you? uh you know do with your with your time off maybe did you finally get some rest
2: well as you know coaches we don't get a lot of rest but yeah it was good to be home on a friday night that that rarely happens during the season um you know with with everything being streamed now the travel is a lot better so i did i did stream some games i watched that jackson game they played phenomenal um against a good Ledoux team i was impressed with that um I did see some scores. That's the only one I watched, but um, I think it was great. I mean, just kind of to show an undefeated team from St. Louis and just show, it kind of gives um, an idea of just SemO basketball is tough. Like yes. it's tough to come down here and and, and play in, in great environments and just really proud of our area. Uh, watching that last night.
0: So you guys have won seven straight games, Coach, but coming uh, coming healthy there as we kind of turn the calendar year so is this team playing the best basketball right now of the season
2: uh up up until now yeah we had a long way to go um we had a really good week of practice um tuesday uh you know real physical game against notre dame they played great you know they they were patient on offense they shot the ball really well we had to go through a little bit of adversity um which was good for us but yeah i think we got a long way to go but really proud how we practiced Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They got after it. Um, they had energy. Um, and it gave us a little opportunity to get in shape, too.
0: Talk about a tough week coming up, Coach. You you take on state-ranked New Madrid on Tuesday, and then you are at home against Jackson. I believe that's a homecoming night for your team. How about those two opponents coming up next week?
2: Yeah, it's going to be tough, but it's something we need, you know. And, and honestly, the rest of the season's tough. I mean, when you look at our schedule, I mean, every week we're playing something, somebody that's either ranked or, I mean, in the top ten in the state. And that's kind of how we want it. We want to test this group, uh, put them through some adversity, and and trying to be our play our best basketball by the time districts roll around. But you know, like you said, New Matter's really good going down there. Um, Jackson's got all their guys back and they're playing well. So it's just a matter of like kind of getting our guys in, in the mindset of every game is going to be tough and, and we have to execute and we can't have days off and every night's going to be really hard.
0: And on January the 27th, you're scheduled to play Vashon, correct? So, boy, what a, what a tough opponent that's going to be.
2: Yeah, I think. And that's what we want. You know, we went up last year and played in, in their Champions Classic, uh, and play Chicago Simeon, and that was a good test for us. Uh, and then talking with them, you know, we'd like to do that again. And then about two weeks ago, they said, "Hey, how about coming up here?" And uh, Simeon's not coming back, um, so how about playing us? And I said, "Yeah, we'd love to. What a great opportunity!" And they're they're phenomenal, um, especially at their place. So yeah, we get we got a tough road. We, you know, we go, we go to CBC, yeah, go to Vashon. Um, So, yeah, we got some really tough games coming up.
0: Yeah, you play Eureka in the uh, six-man shootout at Charleston as well, Park Hills to round out the year, state-ranked team. So, yeah, you mentioned a very tough schedule, but like you said, I mean, that's going to help prepare you down the stretch, Coach, is a very tough district. Look, you you know, it's always a battle. It seems like year after year, always in the same district, you and Sykeston going after it, Um, that – you know, that's always a fun game. You, you'll take on them at home on February the 9th, but how about that rivalry that you have built between Sykeston and Cape and, again, uh, how, you know, trying to get past them this year as you try to make a postseason run?
2: Well, I think it's a great rivalry. You know, Greg does a great job down there. Um, they play extremely hard. They're very, very, very talented this year. Um, and I think our district is, is tough, like you said, but you know, at this time of the year, you take it a game at a time. You can't look too far ahead. Um, but Sykes going to be really tough. But I think our guys are excited um, to get better and, and to play this tough schedule and just to kind of see what see what happens during district time.
0: Well, you have uh, some awfully talented players, including a couple of sophomores that have been really, really impressive this year, Markwell Murray and Tyshandre Edwards, what's the ceiling for those two guys in particular, Coach?
2: Well, I think that's up to them. You know, I think that the, the skills are there, the talent's there. Um, I think it's up to them in terms of how high they want to go, is how hard they work, you know, every day in the off season, every day in practice, just not necessarily with the talent or the skills, but just learning the game, understanding things, Uh, understanding reads understanding um situations um but I think it's up to them as much as they want to put in they're going to get out
0: of it well coach I get I get asked this a lot actually and you know again you've been dealt with some injuries this year you've got some guys back and and playing some good basketball but one of the questions I get all the time is hey is Latroy McIntosh is he going to come back and play and so I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. If you can, can you tell us, is there a chance he can come back and play this year?
2: Yeah, and, and, I, and I really can't comment on that. Like, it's, it's, it's a medical thing. You know, he had an ACL surgery in August. Um, ACLs are kind of, kind of here and there on, on get-back time. Um, I think, you know, I remember 25 years ago I tore my ACL, and I was back in four or five months. But nowadays it's almost, they, they don't really know it's, it's, they kind of give it, uh, an estimate on coming back at around six to eight months, every kid's different, as you know. So we're kind of just waiting to see, um, and it's kind of up to him as well. You know, I don't want to jeopardize a senior's career, right. uh, going forward. So if he decides he wants to try to come back, um, at the end of the season, whether it be this month or next month, that's on him, um, and then his family, so we'll just have to wait and see.
0: All right. Well, hopefully he can continue to get better, and we'll see. Uh, I know that would be a big boost for your team. Hopefully, again, he can uh, uh, find a way to get back. That would be that be awesome. But, uh, Coach, again, you've been playing some good basketball, able to, to win the Southeast Missouri Christmas Tournament for the 16th time, got that win over Jackson. How fun is that tournament year after year?
2: It's really fun. It's a great atmosphere. It's It's good to see – you know, all the local team and all the local coaches here. Um, the environment's great. Um, it's a great setting. So it, it's a really fun tournament, um, and I hope I hope they never change it because it does give some of these smaller schools an opportunity to see getting a big stage, um, play some bigger teams. Uh, it's just a lot of fun.
0: Well, I touched on a couple of sophomores, but I want to touch on a couple of seniors now, Coach, and Max Vogel, he was a guy that, that's battled back from injuries, and he's playing some valuable minutes for you. And then also, you know, Jaden Reynolds, a guy that, uh, you know, came in, obviously, a couple years ago and, and able to, to really fit in nicely with your team. And boy, uh, I think he, if not the best, one of the best shooters in the area, but he can just do it all. I mean, he is such a talented player. Obviously, he'll be playing at SEMO next year. But how about those two players and what they bring to the table?
2: Yeah. Well, Jay, Jay J- J brings it every day. I mean, he, he puts in time. So, you know, his shooting ability is a direct reflection of, of the time he puts in. He shoots a lot, you know, stays after practice, comes in in the morning. Um, he puts in the time uh, and he's a very, you know, not a heady player. So he, he knows the game. Um, he knows where he's supposed to be. He kind of sees a play ahead uh, in the future. So he kind of sees a play ahead of the time Um And in terms of Max, I'm just so proud of Max. Like, he's fought through so much adversity. You know, he was out pretty much all last year and then broke his ankle in preseason workouts. So you're looking at a kid that, you know, has been out for, you know, a total of 9 to 10 to 12 months um, but never stopped fighting, like worked his tail off to get back through rehab um, and still isn't full strength. You know, he's still, after practice, he's icing and he's, fighting through pain and and you know we're just now starting to see i think what everybody's seen is kind of a shell of max um as he gets more comfortable uh and understands that his ankle is strong with all those screws and everything they put in there uh you know i i see his athleticism and his strength and just being able to be comfortable getting better every day so i can't say enough about max like he's a warrior
0: well we uh Hope this team can continue to keep playing good basketball down the stretch. Good luck to you the rest of the way, coach. But before I let you go, you know we talked a little, you know about obviously other things than basketball to start, and I want to kind of end that way too. So I want to get to know Drew Church a little bit here. What what is you know you do? What do you do outside of basketball? What are some of your hobbies? What are some you know some of your interests? You know, if you're not watching film, you're not you know coaching on on the you know, on the bench there. What do, you, what do you do in your free time?
2: <laughs> well, there's not a lot of free time, but uh, I do like to be outside. You know, I, I, I have a cabin out in the middle of nowhere, and I like to take my son and my family out there and just get outside. We hunt some. We fish some. Um, just kind of get away from everything. I um, like to be outside. I uh, like to... Recently, um, ever since COVID, my son and I have started doing the, the card thing, the baseball card, football card, basketball yeah. card. Uh, and it, 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 got me to bring back some of, some of the cards that I had as a kid. So we've kind of shared that. Um, so I'm, am actually sitting upstairs in a, in a room with all these cards laid out. So, uh, I do that sometimes. I just, I just love being around my family. Um, but being outside and kind of getting away from everything is kind of my thing.
0: Good stuff. I know I'm a I'm a huge uh, foodie. I love barbecue. That's my favorite food. So I know after after this show, I'm going to be heading over to the Show Me Center. They have the, the Win Pigs Fly event. So I don't know if that's something that would interest you as well, but that's something that is near and dear to my heart. So are I, you, I love barbecue.
2: You, are, you big, are you a big barbecue guy? You you like smoke things? Or you you do that as well?
0: Yeah, I I do that as well. I know I'm not as good as far as uh, you know smoking it myself. I know my brother-in-law is really good at that. I just love to eat it, Coach. That that's my favorite pastime.
2: So what do you do in your free time? Because you're really busy too, buddy.
0: Yeah, I mean honestly, man, I I same thing. I just want to spend time with my, uh, you know my family. That's the number one thing. I know my wife gets on me all the time about uh, hey you're, you're you're I never see you so. You know, it's anytime I can spend time with her and my family, that's what I want to do. But I love watching sports. I mean, anytime I can be at home, flip on the TV, uh, you know, watching sports or just going to the sporting events, so that's that's my favorite thing to do. But hanging out with my dog, uh, my family, um, you know, just, you know, going to different uh, different events, things like that, that's the kind of things I like to do. So
2: Well, you do a great job, and we appreciate all the time you put in, buddy. You bet.
0: Well, Coach, again, appreciate the time. Yourself for talking to us this morning. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't get Clay this morning. Yeah, you're gonna I mean, have to get on, on my him.
2: list, man. You're
0: gonna have to get on him about that.
2: I will. Next time I see him, he's in trouble. That's right.
0: All right. Well, Coach, take care of that bunny. We'll we'll uh we'll talk to you later.
2: All right, buddy. You have a great day. Appreciate you. You too.
0: All right. That is Head Coach Drew Church here on the Semo Scramble. We'll take our final break, and when we come back, we will talk a little. NFL football, super wild card weekend. You don't want to miss that. We're going to uh, kind of preview that. And again, we're going to have a little blooper reel, (laughs) so to speak, of uh, what Clay and I talked about before the the NFL season started. So uh, I'll give you a preview right now. Uh, Our picks were not too great. That's coming up here at the CMO Scramble. SEMO Scramble here on SEMO ESPN Radio. Rusty Hendricks. Thanks for joining us here in the SEMO Scramble again. Uh, no Clay harrell this week. We will have him back next week. So well deserved uh time off for Clay Harrell. He is spending some time uh he went to Chicago and able to see a Warriors game. His favorite team, the Warriors, so able to see them and saw them in a victory last night. But I want to touch on uh, some football coming up, but first uh some SEMO Athletics, it was the women's gymnastics team that had their first home meet last night. They had a score of 192.350 Friday night to defeat Centenary, so they get a big, a solid win there. Lydia Webb placed first in the all-around category as well. She also led the Red Hawks on the beam and placed in the top three twice, so... Good job by the women's gymnastics team as, again, that's a team that also received votes. You know, basically, you know, in, in college football or basketball, you have the top 25, so to speak, in the nation, right? Well, SEMO received votes for the top 30 in women's gymnastics. So, obviously, you you have teams like Oklahoma and LSU uh, with Olivia Dunn and and others there. Uh, Texas is really good uh, for Also, gymnastics, but SEMO, really solid team. And, again, head coach uh, Lawson has done an excellent job uh, helping this team out. And it should be fun. So they will travel to Lebanon, Tennessee uh, on January the 19th for a competition as well. So, again, SEMO women's gymnastics. But a doubleheader today for for basketball for the men, for the women at Tennessee Tech. A nice win for the SEMO women in their last game. And they're hoping uh, to get another victory today as well. And for the SEMO men, they will play at 3 p.m. in Cookville. Uh, Tennessee Tech leads the all-time series 38-31. to They had a disappointing loss against Lindenwood in their last game. So can they find a way to come back and you know, get a nice victory here today? Can they get a big bounce back? Uh, that will be key for them and kind of get a little momentum going in the OVC, so this is a big game today for Semo. Both teams are kind of at the bottom of the OVC. Both teams with a one and three record in the OVC. So this is a big game for for Semo. Again, trying to get back on track. It's a winnable game uh, for the Semo men. We'll see if they can do it today. So again, coming up here today, the Semo women. Uh, they will be on here right here on Semo ESPN. And then for the SEMO men, you can hear them on Real Rock 99.3. So right after the SEMO men's game, we'll have football. We'll have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Miami Dolphins. That'll be right after the SEMO men's game on Real Rock 99.3, our sister station. But again, today the the women play at 1, and about 3.30 or so the men will play as well and Cookville, Tennessee. So again, right after the SEMO men's basketball game, we'll have some football. As Super Wild Card Weekend, it's the Browns. It's the Texans today at 3.30 on NBC. Boy, that should be a fun game. Browns with 11-6 and six record. Texans at 10-7. and seven. Um, If I had a lean, I think I would go with the Browns just because of how dominant their defense has been. But boy... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that the Texans win, and if they do, I think it'll be C- a big reason will be C.J. Stroud and the, you know, season that he has had at quarterback for Houston, and boy, Nico Collins as well. He- they're his top receiver, so watch out. Can the Texans do enough on offense to defeat the Browns and Joe Flacco? So that'll be a fun matchup, and then Dolphins and Chiefs again. You know, I know that Eric and Jess Boland have talked about it at the Sports Huddle. You, you can't watch it around here, unfortunately. It's only on Peacock, and you know, he talked about um, Eric did with the free trial. So if you go to Peacock, so I did a little research on this. If you go to Peacock, you actually – there is not a free trial through Peacock only right now. Hmm, shocker, as they want to make their money. However, the, the only way that I have been able to find that uh, you can watch it for free – is you set up for a free 14-day trial with Instacart Plus? Instacart Plus has a package that includes Peacock. So if you set up for a free trial there, then it looks like you can. Uh, I haven't done it myself, but if looks like that that will be an option for you to uh, be able to stream that Dolphin Chiefs game tonight. Everyone's picking the Chiefs, and I know you know I'm I'm a, kind of a a Chiefs fan as I've moved over from the Rams after they left. But uh, Dolphins and Chiefs, that's another game. I think it could be good. You know, Chiefs beat the Dolphins earlier this year on a neutral field in Germany. But, you know, obviously, what? how's the weather going to affect things? Can the Chiefs run the football? Uh, the Dolphins have a you know solid running game and Raheem Mostert as well. So I think this game, it'll be a low-scoring game, but I think it'll be close throughout. And it could be, you know, the kicker, you know, maybe Harrison Butker. I think you might see him potentially win it late with a field goal so that's kind of my prediction there Sunday three big games you have Steelers and Bills I think most people are picking the Bills to win that one I think I am as well Packers and Cowboys at 330 uh again my lean would be the Cowboys but boy if if they lose against the Packers and you know they they've had a you know up and down season we've seen Caleb Love as the quarterback for the Packers do some pretty good things but Or if the Cowboys lose that one, watch out, kind of mayhem there in Dallas. So I think they need to get that win. I think they will win as well at home. They do not usually lose at home. But I think, again, one of the more intriguing games is the Rams and Lions, 7 p.m. on NBC Sunday night. Of course, the the storyline is Jared Goff, who used to play for the Rams, went to the Super Bowl and lost. He's now with the Lions. Of course, you have Mac. Uh, Matt Stafford, who was the quarterback drafted by the Lions, he was their guy, and he ended up, you know, moving on to the Rams, and then the Rams won the Super Bowl with Matt Stafford. So, can the Lions, you know, find a way to win? They've had an excellent season, a uh, solid team, but the Rams are really good as well, and so that that is another game I think could be pretty good. But uh, I'm gonna lean with, again with the Lions, but that's kind of my hope as well. But we'll see what happens there. Then Monday night, it's Eagles and Bucks. Eagles got to win. They have to win. Bucks are banged up. Baker Mayfield, their quarterback is not, uh, you know, real healthy as well. Eagles have to find a way to win. It's been really disappointing down the stretch here for Philadelphia. So we'll see what they can do as well. All right. So here is your your winners this year for the playoffs in the NFL as you have in the east of the AFC – it's the Bills getting uh, the division win. You have the Ravens in the north. You have the Texans in the south, and then the Chiefs in the west. In the NFC, it's the Cowboys, and in the north, it's the Packers. In the south, it's the Bucks, and in the west, it's the 49ers. They're, those are your division winners. How did uh, Clay and I do in our preseason uh, rankings. This was in, I think, an August show, August 26th, I believe, is when we had this. So Clay and I, well, you're just going to have to listen in. It's a, it's a blooper reel between me and Clay. Let's just say uh, we didn't do a very good job picking. All right, I'm going to give you my picks to win each division. We'll see if you guys agree or disagree for the AFC East. Some could go with the Dolphins, the Bills, or maybe the Jets. But my pick still remains the Bills. Do you agree or disagree?
3: Yeah, I agree with that. I think the Jets are the trendy pick, just, you know, with the offseason they had. I mean, it's tough. Same thing with Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen's another guy it's tough to bet against. All right, the AFC North, Steelers, Ravens, Browns, Bengals. Bengals is the pick. Yeah, I I think that's that's a pretty easy one. The Ravens, I think, will give them a run for their money. I still think Cincinnati is probably the favorite until, you know, somebody proves them otherwise.
0: AFC South, the Jags, the Colts, the Texans, the Titans. Uh, not a very good division, but in, I think with you know Trevor Lawrence, a guy that's improving, he took a big step forward last year. I think the Jags could be the team uh, to maybe win that division.
3: Yeah, I think it comes down to Jacksonville or the Titans. AFC West, the Raiders, the Chiefs, Chargers, and Broncos. Chiefs are my pick. Feels tough to not did not take the Chiefs here, but I think the Chargers could give them a, a decent run. I mean, the Raiders seem to always play them tough as well. In the NFC, I've got the Eagles in the East, the Vikings in the NFC North.
0: A lot of people have the Lions, but I have the Vikings there, the Saints in the South in the NFC,
3: and then the West continue to be the 49ers. Any disagreements there? Is- I'm going to take the Bears in the NFC North, okay. oh and then in the NFC South, really quick, I've taken the Panthers. Uh, the offseason they had was probably one of the better off that It kind of maybe gets overshadowed by the jets a bit. They brought in Adam Thielen, DJ shark, miles Sanders, Hayden Hurst, And then obviously drafting Bryce Young, a quarterback. I, uh, I'm taking the Panthers to win the NFC South.
0: Ooh, that one hurts. Uh, get on my guy. Clay picking the bears and the Panthers there, uh, for division. Well, I can't say much as I, I picked the Bengals, the Jags, uh, the Eagles, Vikings, and saints. So, uh, Obviously, I didn't do very well either, so I only picked three division winners out of the eight. so That's not a good look, but uh, that was fun, kind of going and reminiscing through that as we roll back the tape there for our picks for football. So hope you have fun. Uh, We'll see what you decide on on who your picks are for football for Super Wild Card Weekend. Should be a fun weekend and a lot of good games. So remember, SEMO basketball, 1 p.m. You can check it out right here on SEMO ESPN Radio for the women Real Rock 99.3 for the men at around 3.30. And then right after the men's game, we will have carry. A lot of people can't watch it. You can't watch the, the Chiefs-Dolphins game. Well, guess what? You can listen to it right here on Real Rock. Listen to it here on our River radio stations on Real Rock 99.3. Real Rock 99.3 will carry the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Make sure and tune in for that. All right. So, no Clay Harold today. He'll be back next week, and we will uh, – Hopefully, weather permitting, make it out to the Cardinals caravan on Monday. We'll, we'll be Cardinals heavy is what we expect uh, and baseball heavy next week. But, folks, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Stay warm. Uh, stay out of the the, the weather here to, this weekend and in next week. So stay safe, folks. And uh, if you don't have anything going on, uh, I'll be hanging around there at the Show Me Center eating some barbecue. Say hi to me as well. So for Clay Harrell, for Our guy Chris Crawford of Saxony Lutheran Girls Basketball for Drew Church of Cape Central. I'm Rusty Hendricks saying so long for the final time here on the CMO Scramble. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take care.
1: You've been listening to the SEMO Scramble on SEMO ESPN. Tune in every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 for a dash of hometown pride right here on the SEMO Scramble. Yes, don't miss the latest news, scores, and stories that matter most
3: to local sports enthusiasts. From the boot heel and
1: beyond. Right here on SEMO ESPN, 1220 AM, 93.5 FM, the SEMO ESPN app, and at SEMOESPN.com.